So Detective Pikachu, I didn't watch it in theaters. And I don't know why it took me so long to finally get around to watching it. I watched it about a week ago. I'm pretty sure I mentioned it last night on the previous episode of my podcast. But yeah, I think I watched it on during the weekend. Honestly, I don't even remember, but it was a couple of days ago since I haven't been really working much. You know, I'm confused in my days. But yeah, um, so as far as this movie goes, it's actually one of the better adaptations compared to like a lot of other movies that translated from anime to live action that have been terribly wrong. Like I can count so many that were bad, like Dragon Ball Evolution, Evolution, um, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Um, uh, there's been a couple of other ones I really can't remember because they were like really bad. I think Death Note I didn't really enjoy, but that was on Netflix. But still, it's a live action adaptation. So yeah. But this one was actually pretty good. I actually had a really good time watching it. Um, I watched it on HBO. They have a lot of movies on there. And they're going to be releasing a lot of movies that are going to come out in theaters and HBO Max. So that's currently where I watched um, Detective Pikachu. I didn't have anything to watch. And I was kind of like, oh, I might as well give it a try. I never actually watched it. People said it was actually pretty good. So, yeah. So I gave it a try. And... Yeah, I, I loved a lot of things about it. There were a lot of stuff that were a little bit, like, not terrible, but it was kind of like, meh. But, I guess, first of all, like, the Pokemon, almost every Pokemon in this movie, they looked really amazing, basically. How I would kind of picture them to look in real life. And that's kind of a cool concept, but it's, I think it's also a negative because Charizard looked really scary and he basically looked like a dragon, right? Like how I would assume a dragon would look like. But, you know, in the show, in the anime, you know how he has like that soft skin or soft fur or whatever, like no scales. He looks more like huggable and stuff like that in the movie. He doesn't look like that. You know, he actually looks like an actual scary dragon, which is perfectly fine and it's understandable. Like, I don't mind it, but, you know, it doesn't look adorable, like something that you want to hug, right? <laughs> to each his own, right? People have like pets, lizards for pets and stuff like that. And personally, I'm like afraid of that type of stuff. Not afraid, but it's like, I, I don't find him like, um, I guess something that looks adorable. Some people do, right? And people like, have snakes for pets and spiders and all this other like types of insects and stuff but not saying that um <laughs> a lizard is an insect but you know like they have you know ants as pets and just all kinds of creatures as pets that i you know i only find like cats and dogs adorable right like the normie stuff <laughs> which is not a bad thing to like spiders and snakes and all that it's pretty cool but like, those are things that I would consider me being afraid of. So, yeah, like, the Pokemon looked really amazing. They looked really, really good. I thought Mewtwo looked insane, like, in a good way. Basically, I don't I don't see how you can mess Mewtwo up, so he looked pretty good. Now, I played a lot of the Pokemon games. I've never played Pokemon Detective Pikachu. I think that's what the game is actually called. I don't know if it actually copies the game. But I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a 
Pokemon game called Detective Pikachu or Detective something. The only Pokemon games that I played were like Fire Red, Emerald, Yellow, Blue, um, Sapphire, Ruby. I don't know, like those type of games, right? Like I didn't play like Pokemon Snap or Detective Pikachu, if that's what it's called, or like these other Pokemon games. I think the one that was different was the one that was on GameCube and it was kind of like a battle arena, which was really fun. I forgot the name of it, but regardless, like, I don't know if this copies the the game and if it like follows the storyline of that i'm not sure but it's pretty cool how you get to see like rhyme city and like the pokemon interacting with people and just how the world is like coming all together the universe one thing that's different from oh and i have like me watching the show i never really watched the show like in order to where like oh episode one all the way to this episode like it, Pokemon was something that I kind of just watched because it was on and I remember I used to take trips to like Mexico went back when I was a kid during summer and we used to have cable over there and I used to watch a lot of Pokemon over there because they they had it dubbed and then they have like the title the subtitles in Spanish and I didn't really know how to read Spanish or whatever but you know I, I knew English so you know I would just watch Pokemon and you know, there were different episodes that would show there and being there like for two months the whole summer, I would watch a lot of Pokemon there at night because, you know, that's usually I didn't do anything at night. I was just in the house. So I from what I can remember, like the premise of this movie, I think this was done in the show. Basically, basically what the movie is about trying to figure out like what this drug is for that they're kind of given to these pokemon and they're trying to figure out like the main characters tim and i think it's lucy i think her name's lucy and they're trying to figure out what this drug does and why it makes pokemon of like the way that they are but basically there's this guy that's just wants to kind of like get inside of pokemon and basically transfer the human consciousness or the mind into inside of a pokemon and i'm pretty sure i don't know if his name was giovanni or gavani or something but he was a villain in pokemon like i think the main leader of team rocket and i'm pretty sure this concept happened in the show to where he had the same mind control thing trying to control mewtwo i don't exactly remember if he was trying to like get transfer his consciousness into mewtwo to like be superior and evolve or if he was just wanting to be powerful and control Mewtwo like that's basically it but in this movie he was trying to like get everybody to like kind of get into Pokemons from their their mind and to transfer into the Pokemon but I'm pretty sure this happened in the show but not to like that level just to where like that guy was controlling Mewtwo but it was so long ago that I it's kind of like blurry memories but I I I'm pretty sure that happened unless it was one of the movies. I'm not, I could be wrong, but in to my knowledge, the only movies that I've seen, I've actually seen a lot of Pokemon movies, but I've seen like Mewtwo Strikes Back. Um, the first three Pokemon movies, I don't remember the titles of the names, but I know one of the movies had like the three um, legendary like dog things. It was Sudokuno or something, Entei and Rakuten. 
Rayquaza. I'm not. Oh, I don't. I remember Entei was one of the names, but whatever those three dogs or cat-looking Pokemon that were like really big, that was one of the ones that I watched. Um, something with like Celebi traveling back in time. Like I've seen a lot of Pokemon movies, I just don't really remember their names, and I've never like seen them in order. But yeah, like this movie takes reminds me at least the whole Mewtwo premise reminds me of what happened in the show now unless it was a movie but yeah now the rest of the story where they're trying to figure out what happened to the dad and like what's actually going on like how the consciousness you ended up realizing that pikachu is actually the dad tim's dad like all that stuff i don't know if that was in the game like i said i never played the game but that's basically the premise of the whole like movie and you know during the whole movie you're kind of exploring the realm or the universe of pokemon and they show you a lot of Pokemon here. I love the way Snorlax looked. I love, um, I think it was Hunter or Gengar. One of them, I love the way they look. Gyarados. Um, Bulbasaur, oh my God, Bulbasaur looks so adorable. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, I've never been so in love with Bulbasaur in this. Pikachu obviously looks cute. So yeah, there was a lot of Pokemon. Um, you know, that'd be. it would have been kind of cool to, if they show legendary ones. Obviously, Mewtwo's a legendary one. But... Um, yeah, there's, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if they're going to be working on another movie, but I'm definitely excited to see more from this universe and seeing what, like what they do with the story. I would assume that they're going to use the same characters, although they realistically don't have to because Pokemon is kind of just a universe, right? And you can do a story about anything set in that same universe, but have someone like trying to be a Pokemon trainer or something or do a movie like um pokemon red or something where he was just like fighting different pokemon and they like do mega evolutions and stuff but there's a lot of routes that they can go through now at the time cgi was kind of bad it was kind of it wasn't bad all the time like most of the time the cgi was good and it one only one part threw me off in the cgi it was like this scene where they were running and this is like the people that they cgi into like the background it like it was really like noticeable i don't know if it was because of my tv or something but that was like probably one of the only issues in one other time where one pokemon looked like heavily cgi where like they handcuffed mewtwo going into like this car or truck but other than that like the cgi and the way they animated the the pokemon it looked really amazing now there were a lot of like cheesy parts in this movie, like kind of corny, but I'm not saying that that's a bad thing because like Pokemon, like the show at least has always been that way, you know, like Team Rocket blasting off and like never dying, right? Like realistically they would die. So that that's not necessarily bad, right? Like I'm just saying there's parts like that that happen in the movie that kind of goes over the top and it feels sort of awkward because, you know, it's like live action and in a cartoon or in, in an animated version it's a little bit different because I don't, I don't know we're just so accustomed to that happening but when you see a live action it feels kind of weird but it, it's not that it's a bad thing it's just something that i haven't been used to seeing because you know like there's rarely been that many live adaptations that are actually good like the only other one that i've actually enjoyed was alita battle angel that was like phenomenal movie still one of my favorites so yeah but that's basically like what the premise of pokemon detective pikachu is the villain was okay like i said it was just basically 
like the show from what I remember. Tim is just trying to figure out what happened to his dad. And Lucy's just a reporter trying to make it as a reporter, basically, but helps Tim investigate the story that has to do with the drug and everything else. So overall thoughts, I just I loved it. It was a fun time. I loved the way everything looked. I love like the end of music that they use at the end of the credits, you know, nostalgic back to like their original games. So I thought it was pretty good. The the CGI for the most part it was like really good. It was really amazing. Like I have no complaints. It was just that those two scenes that I noticed were really funny to me for some reason. So but it, it's not necessarily that it was a bad thing. Like the whole universe in Rhyme City just looks so beautiful. Like seeing all the lights, seeing all the Pokemon interact with one another, interact with humans, seeing like Snorlax and Manchop and like Ditto and like all these other characters just interact with one another. There's one thing that I don't know if it's in the mo in the shows, but in this movie, like from what I can remember in the actual TV shows and in the games, you usually just like battle Pokemon and when you get them to a certain level of weakness, like their HP, you're able to throw a Pokeball and you're able to catch them. You know, you keep trial and error and you try to like get them to as low as possible to where they're tired and then you end up catching them and then you create this bond that you connect with your Pokemon. The more you use them and the more like you kind of train them and stuff. In this movie, it was kind of like the Pokemon also has to choose you as much as you want to choose it. So it's like, it doesn't matter if you like fight it or not. If the Pokemon doesn't have any connection towards you or doesn't choose you at all, you're not going to be able to catch it. At least that's how they made it seem at the very beginning when he was trying to catch the Cubone. <laughs> it said that, you know, the Pokemon has to choose you. And if it doesn't choose you, it doesn't like stay in the Pokeball. So I'm pretty sure that's not how it was in like the, the show, but I could be wrong. And I don't necessarily think this is a bad thing. Like, it just depends how it's going to play out in the future. If they continue this franchise, like, I don't see why they wouldn't. Pokemon is a big franchise, but we'll see how things go. So, overall, like, it, it was good. It had a lot of good moments, a lot of good interactions between Pokemon and, like, the humans. The story wasn't, like, something amazing, but, like, I, I don't think, at least from what I finished watching on the show, Pokemon never really had, like... An amazing storyline i think what made it fun were the games trying to like find the legendaries and figuring out the mystery of what's going on in the certain cities or what's going on like leading to certain events that you end up like i remember when i was playing um i think it was emerald and i ended up getting deoxys i think or i don't know if that's how you pronounce his name and jirachi because you go to these events like in real life and then you kind of unlock this secret old, like alternative map in your in your game and you figure out like some stuff's going on and it's just interesting how like the story connects and everything and i do remember like loving some of the movies of pokemon i know i cried in me two strikes back or whatever the first pokemon movie was called you know where i thought like ash died and stuff like that i was a little kid watching that at the movie theater i remember when i got like the mew um golden holographic pokemon card so it was a pretty good time so it's good to see that you know live action is you know the adaptations are getting there i think the cgi and everything is already there and people can like especially if they invest money into it like people will watch these things 
I just don't get why they choose to go their own route and not adapt it like word by word or book by book. I guess they think that people are not going to enjoy that. But if you can make a really good like live action Pokemon copying exactly what the game does or copying exactly what the show does, no one's going to complain. The, the thing is that like if if you see something that's live action, even if it's the exact same thing, it's going to look different than the anime. So like if you're able to make a good live adaptation of Dragon Ball Z, it doesn't matter if you copy the exact story and if we know what the story is what people are hoping for is to see the live action version of it be done well right like the, the cgi to be done well and to not change the story because we love the franchise because of the story not because you want to change things or whatever like obviously we're attached to the characters so a lot of people like go to watch these live actions but they they're all seem to be terribly bad because they changed the story dramatically and a lot of it doesn't make sense like i thought um the last avatar did pretty well when it came to like the effects but man they ruined the story the characters of the names and how they pronounced them and just a lot of stuff that wasn't enjoyable to see on screen so i'm really glad that this is the second movie that is a live adaptation that i actually enjoyed hopefully they keep continuing to make more and just keep improving on them i hope to see more from pokemon there's really not much else to say you know it wasn't like a super heavy story driven show and it really wasn't like amazing but it wasn't bad by any means right like i'm happy with how this turned out i'm happy with how it looked and i'm excited for the future of this franchise in the lab action adaptation and i hope they keep doing more but i don't know if they are i haven't looked into it so yeah that's really all i wanted to talk about and you know yeah that's all i have to say so hopefully you enjoyed that and i guess i'll talk to you whenever i have something else to talk about or review but anyways i hope you have a lovely rest of your night whenever you're listening and be safe and i'll talk to you next time